0: This is Computer Talk with TAB, hosted by Eric Semmel of TAB Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com.
1: Now, here's Eric.
3: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners of TAB. He, came, he comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We are live on this lovely Saturday morning. Uh, so feel free to get online early. We're here till 11. 860 is the number. And uh, no matter where you are, we've had calls from Colorado and North Carolina and you name it. So the the, the number works no matter where you are. And if you use a cell phone, it won't, won't, shouldn't cost you anything as far as any long distance. I'd uh, love to have you locally or, or wherever you're from and do our best to help you out with your issues. Everything is talked about live here and uh, we post everything over at computertalkwithtab.com. So if you think if you heard something we talked about and you want to go get more information on whatever we talked about, you don't have to, you know, try to dry- write it all down. Or hey, what did I hear? We'll give you the links. We just right think- and
2: definitely don't search Google for it. Just go to the link. Yeah. Nowadays,
3: with with Google and the, all the AI, who knows where you'll end up. Uh-huh. Um, so, and as, as usual in customary, we have some technology news, and Dennis has got a good one for us.
2: Uh, yeah, this is very interesting. We had a fellow in London. Okay. Uh, Who has a Toyota RAV4. Yeah. Nice car. Uh, Yeah. He noticed that the uh, headlight was kind of tampered with one time and the bumper Mm. and didn't think much of it. And then it happened again. And then his car went completely missing. You're kidding. Right. They stole his car. Right. Now, what happened was he actually happens to work in the auto industry. Okay. And he had a chance to figure out how his... Toyota Rav4 was stolen. That's cool. It was used. It was stolen using a new uh, keyless theft mechanism.
3: Right, because he didn't like in Southington. everybody leaves their keys and their purses and everything <laughs> in the car unlocked. Right, and then and they just, wonder why the car le- is stolen. That's that's <laughs> right. what happens in Southington all the time. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they allowed my car. I stole my car because uh, you <laughs> let the keys and everything in there. In this case, he did not do that.
2: Right, and it turns out that. Uh, whoever stole the, the vehicle yeah, uh, did it using a method that injects commands into what's called the CAN. C-A-N. It's a network or a physical electronic bus inside the car.
3: Right. That allows Not like all, a school
2: bus. Right. An electronic bus. An electronic bus that okay. allows all the different components in the car and all the computers that are all over inside of it right. to all talk to each other. In a common channel. What a lovely idea. And it is a good idea. They kind of need it. But what happened was. Well,
3: do they they need it?
2: But go ahead. We'll We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, what What happened happened was was, (laughs) (laughs) uh, whoever stole the car used uh, an input into this electronic bus from the headlight. Yeah. To tell the ignition to to start.
3: And unlock the car. And unlock
2: the car so that he can go steal it. Uh, And it's, it's a. Basically, a command injection right uh, exploit similar to like a SQL injection on a computer into a server. Right,
3: so especially uh, if you, you know SQL injections happen a lot through websites where right. the actual you know the, the 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 area of the input for some reason it, it accepts. W- An infinite amount of data because the ding-dong right in the website said, ah, put whatever you want in there. So, right.
2: So, you you can actually type SQL commands into the field and it will execute them and show you whatever
3: you're looking for. In this case, it looks like the folks at Toyota said, well, in order for our headlights to work really well, they need to be able to get all the signals that are possible to unlock doors and even start the car. Right. And there's no without a, without the keyless entry fob being in, involved. It actually right. is you're able to tell the car I've got a fob. You see a fob. Let's go.
2: Right. And these signals are passed without any kind of filtration or anything. Right. So that each part of the car can talk directly to any other part without any other kind of a gateway in place. Right. And that's what the crooks took advantage of.
3: And they, so, and they stole the guy's. Car. They stole his car. <laughs> So the moral of the story is, when you let geeks do this stuff, <laughs> I mean, why do you think we are as well, I am? I, I shouldn't really speak for Dennis. Or as cynical as we are, we know how the sausage is made. Oh, I'm cynical. Okay, well, we you know can't speak for me. Yeah, and, and everyone's <laughs> freaking out about AI, right? And and whether or not it's going to take over the planet, or whether you know, it feels like Y2K. You know, oh, you know, the state's going to change, and we're all going to the plans are going to fall out of the sky, and everyone believed it, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So if people can believe all that, the problem is. People will believe so many things. If people believe that your your plane is going to fall out of the sky unless you fix the date, now you got AI, and and you got these same ding dongs that are programming it that program a Toyota to actually take commands from the headlight, <laughs> right? Right. So it is plausible in my mind that the AI could cause some sort of damage to everybody. Yeah. Um. It it feels less y y two k ish than. Then it then it is plausible. So we'll see what happens with that. But as far as your Toyota, what is it? Not a 4Runner, a Rav, a Rav Four. Yeah. Good luck. You now need to super glue the headlights <laughs> so they can't be. <laughs> I can just imagine a guy under your car and he's just trying to get to the headlight wires. Right. Um, in other news, uh, the U.S. Veterans Affairs Department didn't check with the CIO. So yes, uh, they've hired CIOs at all of our government agencies. And you're supposed to check with the CIO before you have an IT project to make well, sure, A, it's going to make any sense or there's no du- duplication happening. How many? What percentage do you think, Dennis, of these projects were not run by the CIO? Well, uh, given that CIOs usually
2: exist for the sole purpose of vetoing stuff, right. I would say none.
3: Exactly. <laughs> that's what you'd expect. And that's, of course, not what happened in our government. Forty percent of the projects that were done um at the US Veteran Affairs just that department alone one department one department whoa was not run by the CIO so and we see this in our our world a lot yeah. um and under, you know again most of the folks we work with are presidents or owners or controllers of companies um but there's too many side projects that happen from you know whatever department is saying ah oh, you know what we should do 365 or ah oh, you know what we should do da- uh, uh, Dropbox and but nobody's thinking about the data That you're putting up there, and if it's NIST or CMMC compliant to stick uh, a drawing for an F-35 up on Dropbox, it's probably Mm -hmm. not compliant. Right. Um, So, forty percent, and this is just one, one department. You're not so there's there was actually an act, the Federal Information Technology Acquisition Reform Act, uh, that was enacted in 2014. It said all of this has to go through a CIO. Um, So, clearly, our government doesn't know what it's doing. Um, it's not even following its own rules. No. <laughs> They'll put our rule, the rules on us, but <laughs> they don't even follow their own rules. Right. And uh, who knows what kind of uh, problems. I mean, they had issues where they did an Oracle upgrade that actually harmed patients. Uh, if Whoa. If you recall that story. And, oh, yeah. You know. D- now that you mention it, I do. So we'll put a link up here to this story. It's just more sad than anything else, but... You know, it looks like our government's up. They're operating at about sixty percent. You know, that's kind of where you want it. We shoot. We all shoot for eighty or better. These guys are happy at sixty, which is a D as far as we're concerned. Well, absolutely. What else you
2: got there, Dennis? Oh, what I got here is a uh, report from Reuters. Yeah. About something
3: that's going on at Tesla. What's happening at Tesla? It seems that the- besides from nobody buying their cars because they've got a big glut now that's piled uh, up. I've heard. Yeah, but we won't go there. <laughs>
2: What It seems to be that Tesla workers are sharing sensitive images that they've collected from people's cars. Huh. Because Teslas, as we know, all have a lot of little cameras all over them. Right. And they're sharing them among each other. Yikes. And these are private pictures that probably shouldn't even be looked at in the first place by the employees. It's a Tesla voyeur web but they're going spelunking for interesting stuff Yikes. and uh then they're sharing it amongst each other and some of the some of the pictures are pretty disturbing i'm sure they are
3: yeah, because yeah, if you have a Tesla, one of the neat, one of the features of it is that it's it's a security fe- feature. actually because there's lots of folks out there for whatever reason that just see a Tesla and they like want to kick it or whatever. I don't know what your problem is, <laughs> uh, but they they have these cameras so that the of course then you can show the video and then that guy can get arrested for being a ding dong. Right. Um, and also, I think it's also part of how it does its its driving right. It, it tries to use those cameras to see to drive.
2: Well, that that's part of the so-called, and I use the, that word very carefully. So-called yeah. autopilot, right? Which is how how else is it going to
3: see what's on the road right, if it can't to kind of control the car, right? So, but this again, you buy the car, but for some reason Tesla thinks the data is theirs. <gasps> Right? Really? And you're connected Ooh. to the cloud. <laughs> it's all up there. So there, if you've ever done something in your Tesla that you wouldn't be proud of, or around your Tesla, or near your Tesla, or from wherever You'd you parked your Tesla.
2: better be careful.
3: Yeah. Like if you happen to park your Tesla in front of the student union at UConn, and some idiot oh. starts smashing the front of the student union in celebration of your school's win, you just might be on video. Um, and the Tesla folks, are sharing. share <laughs> it. Uh, you gotta wonder how UConn can give degrees to people. Like that. I I don't get it. I mean, you talk about the value of college, and you look at what they're training these people to be. Uh, how how really stupid can you be? I'm a UConn grad. I reckon so am I. And I said all my kids could go to any university they wanted as long as Unless it was it's UConn. UConn, and they all went to UConn. They're all going to finish graduating in May, and I'm just embarrassed for them and the state that that's the that's <laughs> all so the the. the the folks you produce will literally tear down a pole and smash it into the student union in celebration of your your how really how upside down are we? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I don't understand sports anymore. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, so we're going to be here till uh, 11 o'clock. Get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. Four lines wide open. I know you're all getting your Eastel carbastas, but we need you to get on the line and talk about technology, or Dennis and I will talk more about our kids and our cats. We'll be right back. <laughs> Wow, Carolyn wants a raise. (laughs) This is a little no BS brass. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. I see Chuck's on the line uh, coming through. So Carolyn will get your uh, call there, Chuck. And as we wait for your calls, we will do our best to uh, give you some technology news here that you can use. So anything else you want to bring up there, Dennis? Well, uh, turns out Western Digital, the uh, memory and drive
2: company manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. They were hit by uh, some kind of a ransomware attack. Oh boy. And their my cloud home Mm -hmm. system
3: is down. Gotcha. So if you've got data in the cloud at Western Digital, you can't get it back. It's not in the cloud. No, it's I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It's I have
2: one of these. So I know how it works. There's a there's a NAS drive right on my network. Right. So I can get to my data as long as I'm there. Right. Okay. It's just that I can't use my phone right. to look at it Gotcha, uh, because I can't log into the service on my phone.
3: Right, because you, that, inter- that interface, that cloud interface is being ransomed. Right. For how much? Uh, Th- I you told me. I think somebody— Or this was a different one. Uh, it's a different story. Uh, okay, so we don't know
2: yeah, how much there's it's another, there's another ransomware attack that, that took place at another manufacturer, a yeah. big one. Yeah. Um but it's I don't have a number here for
3: no, okay. what what is being demanded. So if you're trying to get at your my cloud data remotely, you can't do it because they they took down the ability right now to do that.
2: Correct. Now, one of the problems is that <clears throat> when when Western Digital sold these drives, yeah, yeah. They didn't enable local file sharing by default. So that even if you're on a computer, yeah, on the same network.
3: You're not able to You share. would
2: still have to use that My Cloud service to get to your files. That's There'd ridiculous. be an application on the computer that you run to get to it. It is dumb. Yeah. Okay. But what they did was, because this happened, they deployed to all of the MyCloud homes Yeah. Uh, firmware change that allowed it to do local file sharing oh. and they even put out instructions
3: to go and get it set up so you can get to your files i think these are the same guys though that had their their the version prior to that version of MyCloud whose nas is literally were bricked they by were, the bad guys the nas
2: is were bricked and the drives were erased
3: yeah so this is like two this is like strike two yeah for right? western digital i don't know it doesn't doesn't bode well all right, let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go over to Chuck and Cheshire. Morning, Chuck. Good morning. What can we do uh, for you? You
4: may remember me from some previous calls as, is my uh, power cord hacked and <laughs> is power washing a Chromebook, Chromebook a safe idea? <laughs> okay. Oh, All right.
3: right. All right, you've got to uh, go for it. What's going and, on now?
4: And I'm following up on on that power washing question, because like I told you, I have uh, used Chromebook and I want to use it for banking. Right. But I had a thought recently doing the power washes. is so easy. And you know, if I'm shopping online, yeah, putting in my credit card number, making a purchase, you know, I obviously I shop from reputable places, you know, mm-hmm. so right. that shouldn't be a concern, but I know that that could be so, we won't get into that, but right. Um, what if I just used the same Chromebook for, you know, if I do my banking, great, and then I go shopping on something, I just power wash it because these power washes take like
2: fifteen seconds, twenty seconds. It's they're really easy.
3: Yeah, that's a fair point.
2: It it, it it's probably a valid approach. Mm-hmm. I would say okay. so.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, because it's not a you know, it's not like I have anything saved on there when I do my banking, when I do my shopping. Right. I don't need the information that I'm using. I could just sweep it away.
3: Yeah, and just to make sure that, you know, the Yukon kids that are listening that that think he's actually power washing with a actual wash, you know, water, he's not doing that. I mean, to those guys who are smashing the pole, the Yukon kids, he's using oh. a software. I just want to make sure they understand that. We have right. to speak slowly to these people. Oh. So, but, that,
4: but I do. I sandblast. I don't ah, water.
3: careful! Yeah. Oh, we, I'm make yeah, sure. Yeah, we, I,
4: I don't. I don't mess around with water. You we, really got to use the hard stuff.
3: Yeah, we have to keep this show at an eighth grade level for those those ding dongs yeah, up there. You can. Um but okay. No, that's a that's valid, Chuck. I mean, it does make sense. It's a way to as long as you remember to do it. You know. Oh yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, if I'm going from my banking site right to, you know, the one named after the rainforest right. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna clean it out so that they don't. You know the information doesn't right. overlap.
3: Sounds good. Sounds okay. like a and sounds that, plausible.
4: That is a safe, so that is a safe approach. That's a good approach.
3: It's a fair approach. Yes. Uh, Will sure. You know everything that we talk about these days is like ninety percent. You know until it's not. So we can't trust all, these, <laughs> all this stuff works anymore. Isn't is logical? But your 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 approach seems plausible and a good way to good way to do it. Absolutely. Okay. All, all right. right. Well,
4: all I- I'm glad to glad to get that good info and save yeah. myself another on
3: another used Chromebook. Sounds good, Chuck. Thanks for calling in, bud. Right. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Have a good weekend. You and too. Happy Easter. Yeah. You too. Yeah. So, all the lines are jammed up. You woke up. What's great? Uh, one Yay. line open now. It was Chuck's line. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number, and we'll post everything over at talk dot com. It's the name of the show, which also works. And if you're following us on Facebook, and you wanna. Check out the show there. You can actually post comments and questions in there. It's kind of a little community, and Zuckerberg might deem it worthy. We're over at WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back.
0: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for
1: everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at 4. Doncic. Donchich.
3: We are here until 11 o'clock. You guys all woke up, and it was all due to Carolyn playing the right music. So she's (laughs) figuring that out. Let's get to your calls. Who's been on the longest now? We're going to go over to another Chuck, believe it or not, in Durham, and uh, we'll see what he's got cooking. Hey, Chuck, what's up? This is the Chuck line. Yeah.
6: (laughs) So uh, I've heard you guys say several times uh, not to store stuff in Outlook. And I am a habitual user of that. Um, are you still there?
3: Yeah, we are. I'm not sure yeah, you've ever said still, that.
6: Well, I think I have, and maybe, mm. maybe what I'm doing isn't so bad. <laughs> uh, I've created uh, folders in Outlook under my, under my email yeah. for several categories. And when I get an email from that, about that subject, I just slide the email there, and I've got it for – Whenever the heck I need it.
3: No, that's great, Chuck. That's the right yeah, way to use it. That's what it's for.
6: Okay. Yeah, perfect. we yeah All we're good
3: there. Yeah, the key we've always talked about is just understanding that, you know renting Outlook 365. F- some folks are not interested in no, that. I own it. Yeah, so you're doing it. You're using it, the tool exactly as we'd recommend.
2: Yeah. The only okay. caution I would have is make sure that your email file doesn't get so large that Outlook can no longer handle it.
3: Mm, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh,
6: and that is probably true. Well,
2: if if you have a, a PST file and it's up over 20 gigs, you're in trouble. And the way to deal with that would be to use Outlook's own auto archive system yeah. to carve out older emails and move them to another file. Now, you're still going to have access to them in, in Outlook, but you're going to see them in two different hives on the left side, the navigation pane. Uh, and they'll be broken up physically on the drive into two different files instead of everything being in one enormous file that then Outlook may not be able to handle. Yep.
6: Okay, because I do have every once in a while trouble like opening Outlook and.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah, you can have all kinds of trouble when
3: that file gets too big. How about your deleted uh, folder? We've actually found customers no, that actually I, store I, stuff I, I go- in their deleted folder.
6: No, that's not me. That's good. So, so yeah, that's the thing I don't do. How do I do the archives?
2: Well, we can post some instructions for you. There's a right. there's a couple of clicks you have to make, and then there's a dialogue that you're going to look at. And you and, can
3: set date ranges. and
2: Yeah, and it's a little involved for me to just describe on the radio, but it's all in that one dialogue, and once you click that and put in the settings you want, you're ready to go.
3: And it's not a backup. Yeah. That's just a relocation so that the main file can be more manageable for the software.
6: No, I back everything up onto a separate drive, which unfortunately isn't (laughs) air-gapped.
3: Yeah, it isn't air-gapped? It's not. Okay, yeah, so you know the risk there. (laughs) Right. All right.
6: Um, Then I have a separate uh, question. I am, um, because I like uh, password managers, I use, I've been using Norton. I like their password manager. And I heard it, uh, on your show the other day recommendations of other password managers. So, hmm. is there any problem with Norton? Nope. No. Other, other than it giving me constant warnings and yeah. trying to sell me upgrade to me. Yeah.
3: So that's that. That would be annoyance to me. But we don't know about every single thing. Uh, it you know we we can't we can't uh, we can't have tried everything or or what have you. So our recommendations are just based on our experiences. Um so if you if you're happy with the tool feel free to continue to use it until like in last pass case they get hacked for the 15th billionth time <laughs> and right. we would then suggest maybe choosing a different password manager. Uh, but in this case Norton's fine if you like it use it. All
6: right other than those being annoying it's mm. uh,
3: mm-hmm.
6: um, it does the job for me and mm. I don't have to I don't have to migrate all my passwords.
3: Nope. Not by, not by our account. If we knew there was any kind of issue with it, we'd tell you. If we knew, there could be, but uh, <laughs> right. we don't know.
6: All right. You've answered my two questions. Go on to the next
3: Chuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, everyone's named Chuck today. Now, let's go on to – uh oh, Stefan's been on the longest in New Britain. What's happening down there in New Britain, Stefan?
7: What in the sand hell are you boys doing?
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you talking to somebody else? I assume you're not talking to us. We don't know what we're doing. Uh,
7: yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you guys. Um, I Look, I called uh, a few weeks ago, and my old computer keeps uh, popping this thing up. Kernel security check failure. Okay? Yes. It's buffering, 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 buffering. Ever since Windows 10 migrated to that thing, it has not been the same.
2: All right. Okay, that is a known problem that Microsoft has said that they are going to fix.
6: Oh, or wait a minute, are you getting? Here's a question:
2: Are you getting blue screens, or is this just? Yes, yes, It it comes. When I shut down, um,
7: the. I get the blue screen with the sideways frowning face.
3: Mm. Uh Uh-huh. That's different. That's a little different from what I'm talking about. Okay.
7: Okay, Uh, because it it just says that we are addressing the problem, yada, 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 mm -hmm. and then the laptop shuts off. And then when I turn it back on, it buffers and buffers and buffers and buffers. Before, when it had, I think, Windows 8 point something in it, mm-hmm. I just hit the power button. Bink!
3: Yeah. There
7: you go. So it's, an, know, old, it, it, it's it, an
3: old machine then, Stefan.
7: Right. Oh, yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. it's... Okay, so are you saying because it has Windows 10 now, it's, it's the old machine just can't
2: keep Possibly. up with it, this? It's possible. Uh, the other issue... Uh, that This particular problem happens often because of drivers. Mm-hmm. There's a conflict oh. between the driver that you've got on the computer and the hardware that it's talking to, and sometimes yeah. it, it just causes an issue. And that can happen when an older computer is upgraded to a newer operating system, and the oh. proper drivers may not exist or may not just be on your computer yet.
3: Right, and you, you might be oh. using some weird generic one just to get by.
2: Right. Oh,
3: so
7: I should try to update it, mm. or
2: uh, you can you can try to update the drivers for it if if they're available. I mean, depending on how old the computer is, you can also do now like a system. It's about
7: five years old, six years old, maybe.
2: Well, it's possible. Might
3: be older than that. Windows eight, but I'm just you know, yeah. Time Windows flying. eight. Windows eight goes back to what?
2: Fourteen. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It's going back. So also run the system file checker on that thing. See if you've got any kind of corruption going on file
7: checker Um, okay and definitely get
3: it i would get it into safe mode and get it out of safe mode just get it have it have it clean up there anything else dennis that you can think i mean it's an old machine
2: yeah what i'm looking for some different solutions Mm -hmm. but unfortunately you're dealing with a shotgun situation right where you may you know there might be five different things you can try and there's no way for anybody to really tell you in advance which exact one of them is going to
3: help. Right. He, he didn't mean that you're going to shoot it with a shotgun.
2: Right. Well, <laughs> that's no, no. that's an expression in, case you're in the IT business. In case you're one of those guys with the poles at UConn, <laughs> just to make sure.
3: he doesn't mean you're going to use an actual shotgun.
2: But that gotta, would
3: solve the problem. It, it would. Yeah, it would. <laughs>
7: it would solve the problem of the buffering Yeah. because I wouldn't have buffering. Cause there wouldn't be anything left. Uh, just one more quick question. Yep, I need sure. to do an update. Uh, I, I guess I need to do a firmware update on my internet, uh, receiver there. Your router. Yeah. My router. That's, right. that's what I was looking for. And it is early. Yes, um, is. <laughs> so, so I, I bought this, uh, adapter C to ethernet ethernet potato potato whatever mm-hmm. um and i need to get into that now uh it was discussed in the household that there's some sort of new tower that that's out that's better than the net gear thing that i have so um should i just you know update the uh the internet Thing there or try something better. It's for streaming, so
3: right. So if you don't, what's your bandwidth, Stefan? What are you getting for internet? What are you paying for? A hundred megabits? Are you paying for? Yeah,
7: well, 15? they're they're actually sending us more than a hundred megabits. I wanted it throttled down to that, but I think it's uh, uh, not Comcast. Xfinity.
3: It, okay, but you're getting what you're paying for. I I, I assume so. Yeah. Okay. I mean it's. Then you don't need to change the hardware yet. Right. Um, And and most of the time, within the the Netgear firewall itself, you should be able to go to the GUI in there um, and go into that interface and then go select just to have the uh, firmware automatically updated. You shouldn't have to go too crazy with adapters and stuff like that unless it's that old.
2: Well, uh, Uh, if it was made... Oh, go ahead.
7: Well, well, I can't go from my USB-C computer to... uh, uh you know, the the Ethernet there without an adapter. Because right. on is my you? on my old computers I did have Ethernet adapters mm-hmm. but on this new Ferrari uh HP Evo, yeah it doesn't it doesn't have that. That's so okay. I had to buy the US well, to, to that.
3: So you can get to there Stefan. So basically that firewall is quote unquote your gateway. So mm-hmm. the IP address is how you'd get to the GUI. So most likely the IP, the IP address of that device is 192.168.1.1. And mm-hmm. that's just a guess, it may not be. And if you go ahead to your browser and type that in, you'll you should see the the GUI come up and say, "Oh, okay, log in." And then you log into the Netgear device. And if you've never mm-hmm. set the password on it, um or never configured that, you'd go uh, go to the internets and they tell you what your login and password
2: There get. might also be a physical label on the on it that came Oh, there is. The,
7: there, yeah. there, there is. There, okay. There's uh, starting, a about, label
2: and, starting about eight years ago. Netgear did that. Gotcha. Every everyone yeah. that comes out of the factory has something like that.
3: So you don't need yeah, to. And you, want, go ahead. I want. I want to
7: rename it too. So yeah. because I heard th- I heard that. Well, if they know it's a Netgear 40, <laughs> then they could just you know yeah. figure it out.
3: Fair enough. So basically, you don't need to physically connect to it because you're going through it to get to the internet. So I'm guessing oh. that's your gateway IP address. If you're not sure, do an IP config forward slash all and look at what the gateway IP address is. And that's the gateway. That's the device. That's your your oh. gateway to the internet. And you should be oh. able to actually surf to it, bring up the GUI, and uh, do your firmware, and even check a box to make sure the firmware is automatically updated. and Then you can, you're all done.
2: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna post a link on how to get into your Netgear interface. Oh,
3: excellent, excellent. All right, Stefan. Yeah.
7: All right,
3: thank you. You got it. Thank you
2: very much.
3: Our pleasure. All right, have
7: a good day, guys. You too, good luck.
3: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, and Gooey, again, for those folks at (laughs) Utah, has nothing to do with the, the lovely center of a Tootsie Roll. We'll be right back. More no BS brass. They've been around for a decade, I think. It's called a second line band. Basically, they are made up of a drum set, a sax, a couple of trombones, tuba, of course, two or three trumpets. And uh, they play some cool stuff out of Virginia. All right, um, let's get back to more of your calls here. Again, we kind of just given UConn a hard time. I mean, I'm a UConn alum, and I'm just So so disappointed in those ding dongs that smashed. what why would you smash your own school for being happy about your basketball team? I mean, I'm super proud of the, the both teams. They did an amazing oh, thing. Yeah. Now, let's, let's like we won World War II. Imagine if by winning World <laughs> War II, we started tearing down on skyscrapers. Uh, how, how many ding-dongs does it take? So, I'm just I'm just poking a little fun at these guys, but I hope they pay mm. dearly for their lunacy up there. Oh yeah. Because um, we already we we as taxpayers pay a lot of money for that place, and you're mm-hmm. destroying it because you won. yeah, know. Maybe I'm making too big of a thing, but I was really disappointed to see that. Um, let's go to uh, who's up the longest here. Chris is the next one up the longest in Glastonbury. What's happening, Chris?
8: Hi. Um. I probably have the most boring question somebody asks you every week. uh Oh. <laughs> I'm good. I want a laptop. And, uh basically I mean I don't do gaming I don't do streaming though I guess I could if I was traveling but um I really just want to know what's trending out there what kind of memory I should look for just the, just the factors like
5: that
3: it's not a boring question and I mean we get it we do get it a lot um, but it'd be like anybody asking about anything right um so we do have recommendations that do change um, okay. right now. So the generations of CPUs are slightly changing. They're they're going from from 11th gen, which we would have always recommended, to 12th and even 13th gen are on the way. Um, so you're, if you could find a 12th gen or better um, CPU, we recommend Intel i5. Um, you can look at the so we can get a little more nitty gritty these days. May as well. You can look at the gigahertz speeds to make sure that you're getting a good two and a half, maybe three gigahertz in performance. Uh, Multiple Mm -hmm. cores don't matter as much with what you're describing. Right.
2: Mm
5: -hmm.
3: So maybe a four core Mm -hmm. is fine.
2: Yeah. uh, Well, uh, a four core with 2.0 clock speed Mm -hmm. is not going to be as good as two cores with two and a half or three. Right. So that's a balance point that you got to watch.
3: So, I mean, we've been doing this show for almost 30 years. So we figure we should maybe get a little more nitty gritty for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. but it would be like somebody talking to me about how to turbocharge a diesel truck. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. do So do not So right. don't read too much into this, <laughs> you but... You don't really need it. Exactly. Rarely need it. Exactly. Yeah. So 16 I, gigs of RAM. Okay. And then a solid-state hard drive, you know, 500 gigs or better. That's your minimum. And we'd recommend a laptop that has a metal case around it, not one of those plastic ones, because you'll, you'll save only 100 or $2, but those hinges do not last.
2: Well, not only that, the hinges don't last, and then the plastic will expand mm-hmm. over time. Uh-huh. And you can develop air pockets that then heat up and then bake okay. some of the electronics inside. I mean, you can literally uh-huh. I cook your that. laptop. Yeesh. Yeah. I didn't
8: yeah. know that. So it's functional, too. Um, yeah. So the, the solid-state hard drive and the 500, what what was that? 500,
3: 500 gigs minimum. Gigs. That, that's your storage. Minimum. minimum. Yeah, these days. Oh, that's uh, and you'll okay. spend a little under $1,000, and it should last mm-hmm. you another maybe six years if you treat it nicely. If it mm-hmm. was plastic, it'd last you two and a half years.
8: <laughs> okay. Very good. Um, and uh, any company that is
3: We like HP, but, you know, there's plenty uh-huh. of great companies I've out there. I've
8: liked HP products for years. You know. I've, yeah, I like that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we like the and give me something to go on.
3: I've had good luck with the Envy line of laptops for my kids and the recommendations that we've made. Envy. Yeah.
8: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to use, you know, a whole lot of stuff on my computer, but I just really just need something portable right now for basic needs. Yeah.
3: Yep. Sounds good.
5: Okay. I
3: appreciate your help very much. You got it, Chris. Thanks for calling. Bye bye. All right. Yeah, it's not a you know, it's a common question, but. That they change. The- right. I mean, you've got
2: to ask the question because la- what worked last week might not be quite good enough this week.
3: Exactly. Let's yeah. go on to uh, Bristol and Daniel. What's going on, Daniel? Hey, how are you doing, guys? Good. How are you?
9: Is it bad that I'm on a speakerphone?
3: Uh, you sound okay, but typically Talk Radio likes you to be on the phone, Phone, but go ahead. You sound okay.
9: Okay. Um, hold on. Okay. I'm off the speakerphone.
3: Oh, you sound much better. <laughs>
9: Oh, good. Uh, I'm calling about a problem I've been having for the past few months with a Dell Precision laptop. Okay. It's an M6500. It's got RAID built in, and when I purchased it, it actually was purchased for me with a gift about six years ago. And it came with Windows 10, had one single drive, um, has built-in RAID, and it was working just fine and dandy for a long time. Uh, you were going to ask me something.
3: I was going to ask. I mean, RAID usually requires two drives, unless you know. So it's a it's a mobile
2: workstation. Yeah, it's it's. I just looked up the model. Yeah, it. They they can have two different drives. Right.
3: So in this yeah. case, it's got it has RAID, Daniel, but it's not using it.
9: No, it's not. It's only All got right. one drive. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And it works fine and dandy up until probably. Oh, I say. uh Late last summer, beginning of fall, mm-hmm. became really, really slow. And instead of looking at the obvious thing, which would be to look at the machine, I said, oh, it's got to be my router.
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
9: well, obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so anyway, I did change the router. And actually, the problem got better. All I mean, right. it got, it, the problem kind of went away for a while. Mm-hmm. Then it came back again. And the last time this thing actually worked was I, I was on a video call. And the latency got so bad that the person actually called me on my cell phone. Yeah. Uh, That was the last time it actually worked. After that, when I went to boot it up, it just hung. Mm. It was Windows 10. It would just hang. So I tried running. I got the Windows 10 disk. I tried running the startup repair. It hung during that. Mm -hmm. I ran check disk. It hung during that. Mm -hmm. It got to the point that the only way I could get into Windows 10 is go through safe mode. And that's the way it is right now. I cannot get into Windows 10 to operate it
5: hmm.
9: unless I go to safe mode. And I, and I want to tell you some of the things I've done, things I've changed. Hmm. I tried a different hard drive. Just grabbed a, a, another laptop hard drive I had. was a smaller one. Hmm. Tried loading an operating system on that same thing. It would load the operating system. It would get to the point where it's starting to uh, load the system for the very first time, hmm. and it would hang. Hmm. And... Every time I tried to run check disk on that drive, it would hang. So I said, well, obviously the problem isn't the disk drive, maybe it's my memory. Mm-hmm. It came with 8 gigs. I bought additional memory, put in 16 gigs. Problem did not go away.
3: Did you take out the original stick?
9: Yes, I did. It, was, uh, it could take four sticks, two yeah. under the cover and two under the keyboard. It only had two uh, four gigs. I took both those out and put two 8 gigs
3: oh, in. Oh, okay. Brand new RAM.
9: Yeah, brand new. Same problem. Nothing's changed. I cannot run it without being into safe
3: mode. All right. We're coming against a hard break here at the top, Dan. Can you let us let us stew on it through the news and we'll pick you back up, all right? That's fine. All right. So Dan's got a problem. Did you and we'll find out if you did anything else after that break too, okay? Sure. All right. We'll see if we can help Dan out. And three or four lines open for you. Feel free to get online. 860 9842 is the number. Everything we talked about has been posted over at Computertalkwithtab.com. And Mike G's posted it via our Twitter account at Tab Computer Sis, and it will get to you. And he's also posted it on our Facebook page. If you follow us over at Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, it'll get there as well. We'll be right back.